Hello, and welcome to another episode of EQCast. I'm your host, Christy Pritchard. Thanks so much for joining us on this unconventional sideshow of healing and self-betterment. This is where you can find unscripted conversations with authentic humans sharing their trials and triumphs around their emotional wellness journey. We keep it light, but we can get dark, so fasten your seatbelts. And just a quick little disclaimer about this particular episode, since we were kind of fresh to this, or very fresh to this, I should say, we had a lot of words in there, a lot of language in there that wasn't supposed to be in there, and also a couple topics that later on down the line we decided to take out. So if you notice a lot of cuts and chop, I'll apologize in advance, but the rest of the meat in this episode was so good, I literally spent about 15 hours editing it, so it would be set for consumption, so excuse the chop. But I really hope you enjoy what we have to say. Thanks so much for listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to EQCast. Tonight, I have two beautiful guests, Leah Morris and Natasha Zar. <laughs> Can you all tell us a little bit about themselves? My name is Natasha. I'm a BC born and raised, like a spoiled little brat. I'm currently living in Victoria, BC. I have a beautiful daughter, 17 years old. Uh, today I'm just grateful to have this opportunity to share and yeah, have this existence. So lovely. My name is Leah Morris. Uh, I actually live in Vernon, BC, also <clears throat> BC girl. And I work for Canadian Pacific Railway as a machine operator. Pretty much all I can say for now. Cool. Yeah, yeah, also grateful. For the opportunity. <laughs> awesome. I'm super grateful to have you guys. My like... Some of my first guests. This is brand new to me, and so I'm super grateful. We've not planned any of this <laughs> with us because this is fresh. We're fresh babies. We're just coming out of the womb. We're exposing ourselves for you guys in hopes that there's some healing that can happen. I know it's happening with us, so I really want to have that effervesce to other people, and that's the point of the podcast. EQCast is all about sharing our stories, sharing where we're coming from, where we're going, and and I know these babes in particular have been through a lot, so we have a lot to talk about. Natasha, I know you have been doing a lot of therapy and inner healing work and anything about that. Like, do you want to maybe tell me a bit about your, your childhood and, and the healing work you started to do recently? Do you want to get into that? Yeah, totally. Okay. So actually because I have this opportunity, um, I'm really going to drop my pants and like maybe make myself and some other people uncomfortable uh my life started with trauma um my mother was raped at 15 and that was the first time she ever had sex and she got pregnant with me uh and my family who like religion they were all like super like hippie acid like weed growers uh religion kind of like came into that valley like around that same time and uh my family tried to uh just like reject my mom because she had sinned and uh, I just came out really authentic and uh my mom was raised in a church uh and the right thing in the do to do in the church is to get married and have a man and she got engaged for six weeks of knowing him had two more kids like my sisters are so beautiful it was like cinderella story he totally neglected and like physically and emotionally abused me 
Um, but my spirit, I think from what happened when I was conceived was so strong that I never, like, I've always been really authentic and that made my character strong. That made my sexuality strong and my creativity strong. So then ran away from home when I was like 14 and then I got pregnant and I didn't know how to love myself, you know, like I was never, I was never really taught love and like, so yeah, I went to go have an abortion and you have to have an ultrasound and I asked the nurse if I could see it. She's like, we don't normally let you, but you know, I saw this little peanut on the screen and I just like, I felt something outside of myself. Like it was like, the gods, my gods knew that I had a reason to live. And yeah, I ran away. I didn't tell anyone where I was going. I quit smoking. I quit drinking. I quit doing drugs. And uh, yeah, my daughter saved my life, man. Like I recognized how my environment affected this human being. And because I wanted to give her the best in turn, like I have the most beautiful life. It's precious. Like, I have a 17-year-old girl who kisses my face mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I feel a lot of guilt sometimes just because I'm, like, I'm trying to reparent myself while I'm parenting this beautiful thing. And, like, of course, I'm, like, conscious and, like, doing all the things and seeing a therapist and, like, but trying to just like accept your own humanness, it's hard. What happens is like we take our pain and we put it on other people. And I know I've done that. I probably, I still do that in my relationships, but I'm trying to be aware of it now. <laughs> awesome. Same here. Yeah. I think all of us do that, Leah. Yeah. Like, but it's because we dismiss and suppress. Like, honestly, that's kind of where we, we were raised at the dismiss and repress level. Yeah. You know? Shove it under the rug. So true. There's like 80 homeless people under there. Like, yeah, but it's the awareness of all of this that is starting to facilitate and change. And that's what we're doing here. You know, that is what we're doing. Beautiful. And I'm grateful that we have each other because like, um, I'm seeing this life coach. And like in our Western culture, we really don't have guides, you know, like in other cultures, like the grandparents raise the children and it's all like this, like knowledge and stuff that's passed on through lineages. And like, here we are, we're all just like taught to, um, take in all this food shopping. We're not being guided to care for our souls, care for our hearts care for our earth and our kids so i'm really grateful that you're doing this pretty like super grateful mm. for you too this is definitely a big jump for me like i don't know it's just been called to me more and time time again and like i don't know and also i'm kind of speaking through my mom she was a counselor and she helped a lot of people like i can't even all these teenage girls come out of the woodwork that are adults now and they still message me to this day and be like your mom saved my life but she oh, couldn't
She was a healer for sure, but she couldn't save herself. She died of alcoholism and pharmaceuticals and liver failure over time. And just like, and taking everyone's energies in, just like absorbing, mm. absorbing, absorbing, not looking after herself at mm. all. Like, Cause she wasn't guided. Uh, you get the fact that slowly passed down from generation to generation. It's not like it just seeps in seamlessly. It's like, no, it's epigenetics. Parents, parents, parents they all yeah. had pain and it carries right. them out and it keeps collecting until it gets yeah. to you. So we've kind of reached this culmination point. We can't yeah. handle any more pain. Everyone wonders why there's so much anxiety. And it's because we are carrying pain from so many generations. I, I love what you're seeing and, and I love what you're doing too, because I think that I feel responsible at our age group to pass something on to the younger generation of our wisdom, which like, you know, we're like, we don't think we know anything, but what you just said, even just having some tools, that's what I've found. Like, I just need a few tools in my toolbox to deal with the anxiety and the depression and the modern day traumas of living in society. And, and just also, yeah, even if you haven't had like some trauma in your past, that's abuse or, or rape or something like it's still something happened to you. It's worthy of exploring and, and working through. I love how you want to change that word because you're right. It sounds so daunting and it's not. It is a discovery. It's beautiful and it connects you with who you are. And there's many different ways to get to it too. Cause like I just found yoga recently and I know that sounds kind of cliche, but it's sort of just been this little thing that I do every day. And it has started to open up the access to self-love which I hadn't had for so many years like oh, I've hated myself for many years <laughs> you know? I know we all have and and that's what I've been sharing with Tasha too because Tasha's been really good you know she's just such an open being so it's so nice to be able to bounce stuff off her and come to her for non-judgmental advice and but anyway so I had a little bit of time off work recently and with as we all sort of have um and I think a lot of people have been able to spend a bit more time on delving into themselves and I've been doing it every day for a month and a half and then oh, I try to wake up early too so and then I kind of after that I feel a bit motivated to to journal and read a bit. So my morning is kind of, yeah. And that's how I've been starting my day. And you can't even imagine the difference yeah. from yeah. to getting up mm -hmm. early and doing yoga and looking mm -hmm. after yourself in the morning and loving yourself. Mm -hmm. It's self love is what it is. Yeah. So I, I feel like I finally started to understand the language because it is hard to figure out. Like you love the concept of self-love, but like, how do you get there? And like, what does that feel like? It's very mm -hmm. foreign when you have built a life of like away from that you know just because of the way that we've all been raised probably parents that aren't um as wise as they might want to be aware of that well, I think we all we all have our different we all have our own love languages I didn't realize the work that I had been doing was equated to self-love like I didn't really look up the definition I kept hearing everyone talk about self-love and take selfies self-love and selfies came out at the same time it was very <laughs> I wanted to touch on a point though about um how everything's passed on and like think science because it's like there's been these things 
like these beautiful things like meditation and epigenetics that like science is actually finally able to prove uh, that are real. Like we are in our grandmothers. When our mothers are embryos in bodies, we are eggs in those bitches. Like that is so real. And we feel it like that's real. Yeah. And, and that, that like, actually okay. like that actually helped me have a lot of compassion right. uh, for my family yeah. because it was like, yeah, I'm hurting and I'm angry, but also like and sick and sad. And they're trying. I really truly believe that like every human being tries their best. And like I'm trying my best and I know I'm abusive at times. I've been with a lot of abusive partners and I know they're trying their best. Like I really believe that if somebody actually like cognizantly knew what they were doing, they wouldn't do it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, you do as best as you can until you know better and then you do better. And that's in Yeah. And that is just how human beings are wired. Yeah. Um, obviously there's exceptions to the rule, but like once you start looking at people and understanding that they're looking at you through a filter of where they came from, your empathy for them and your compassion for them is heightened by a million times. Cause you're like, I'm looking at you with the same thing. Hey, do you realize I'm looking at you through a lens too? Like, yeah. Hey, we're all looking at each other through these lenses that we've had. Since we've what color is yours? <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a hazy shade of grape. Like, I'm I'm like totally (laughs) perked. to share my story as a platform you know so thank you thank you for bringing this opportunity and like setting the intention for uh people to get real and raw and make people feel uncomfortable so that uh we can heal as a collective because it's so fucking important right now right deal as a collective i saw this post from someone i they were like don't feel the need to share your story only if you're fully healed and i'm like who is fully healed like one you are not fully healed if you're still in this body form if you look at the people who have passed on in like for me in my experience the people who have passed on are the people who have lived life to the fullest and who have taught me how to be super authentic and pro grow bro like <laughs> they they come here they live so hard and then they leave Josh even comes to mind immediately. Dude, 100%. That's exactly who I was talking about. Josh comes to mind immediately as soon as he yes. He taught me a lot about grief and like it was, yeah. But he lived to the death. He lived. He lived so hard and so authentic to himself. Everyone that I know that has passed has lived with all of their heart. Like one thing that, uh, that I would just like to like check out there is just reach out. You know, like, I understand that it's hard to, like, come from this pain and trauma, but you don't need to feel guilty or ashamed about it. And 
being from the West Coast, I guess, or like even living in Canada, we have every tool available to us to get help from, from professionals and also like boundaries, like set boundaries in your life. If people are not in your life as 18 players, get off the bench. My conclusion would be that I feel like, um, I feel like I just, I just feel like it took me so long to understand how to put tools in the toolbox, which I know sounds ridiculous, but it's a thing. The, 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 the things that are going to help you heal or like just move to a new perspective and just grow, uh, you know, to just move forward with yourself. And to me, it just took forever to understand what that even meant. Like, what are tools? What, mm. like, what am I putting in here? It was so, like, a foreign language for so What's long. even the box? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what I really meant was, like, just, like, keep going. Even though sometimes it seems blind, you are working. If you're, if you're consciously trying, then it's working. Like, mm-hmm. you're gonna, the layers will build and you will get somewhere eventually. Yeah. Just don't yeah. be discouraged when it seems, yeah. like, so like uh hard to understand sometimes well it's hard healing it's like it is actually like one step forward two back like you get these little things and like uh one thing this like therapist taught me was um like think of yourself like a child like how would you how would you treat a little kid riding a bike would you shame them and make them feel guilty for falling over like no you'd pick them up dust them off and encourage them to do it again once they felt like confident enough to do that and like we're kids riding bikes right now with our emotional and traumatic healing yeah for sure i've been working on my inner child a lot lately it's a beautiful unfolding process but as soon as you reach that that child that's in there and you start having conversations with them, you realize how comforting you can be and just that they like they just they really just want our love and attention Mm -hmm. and like they saved my life with their resilience and Mm -hmm. their stubbornness and Mm -hmm. their push back on this you know right and that that it's it's really important to honor that and it propelled you to grow further like yeah out of all the people that i know dash you've honestly done like the most work and you've empowered through and i'm super grateful Mm -hmm. for you to step into your own space and do that so yeah I'm just happy. Well, thank you for holding space for me to do that. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> if I didn't, like, if I, like, I had no idea who I was. And it's because of people like you, like my soul tribe, people who are 18 players, who are my cheerleaders, who are like, yeah, Tosh, go, go, go. But I'm super grateful for that. Like, we That was actually, like, really fun. Thank you for giving me well, that. Really sure. share, oh, I'm so glad yeah. you shared your stories. And thank you for being vulnerable and open. It's not easy. I'm super grateful. I love you guys so much. Love you. Hope to see you soon. Another huge thank you to my lovely guests, Tash and Leah. Thank you guys so much again. Really appreciate you sharing everything and bearing your soul and dropping your pants, as Tasha put it. Um, Yeah, really hope to see you guys, all you guys, our listeners, on the next episode. Be sure to tune in. I'll be posting episodes every week on wherever you're listening to this, every Wednesday, every hump day. So get it in. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Bye.